All right, hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Sticks Golf uh, Roundtable. We are doing another snake draft tonight, which always makes me happy. Uh, we are doing forgotten PGA Tour players, so it's going to be myself, Rosie, and Dusty. Uh, you're going to hear some names that you've probably haven't heard in a while, and maybe have never heard. So, uh, yeah, super interesting pod. There's no real rules. It's just kind of guys that were on tour that aren't on tour anymore, or that kind of fell off the face of the earth or the map. They lost their swing. They lost their game. Maybe they just didn't want to play on tour. Um, a lot of different stories here. So hope you guys enjoy and we'll get right to the pod. All right, welcome back to another episode of the Sticks Golf Roundtable. We are doing our second edition of the Snake Draft. I would like I just call it a Snake Draft, and uh, we've got Rosie, myself, and Dusty. So it's going to be a three-man, five-round battle to the death, <laughs> and it is uh, it's going to be p- forgotten PGA Tour players. Guys that you haven't heard about in a long time. They could be older. They could be younger. They could be like, you know, one and done guys. There was no rules to this. It is just purely just, you know, yeah, forgotten PJ Tour players. So I'm going to tap my phone. We're going to do a little spin the wheel. Who's going first? Um, first up is going to be the Dustmeister. Yes, sir. That's the right. Dustmeister is going to go first. <laughs> Dustmeister and the second, old Dusty, the old Dustmeister is going to go second, and uh, Rosie is going to go second. So I am all right, batting up, cleaning up, uh, which I kind of like because I get two back to back, which I kind of like. So Dusty, also, I think you were the lead off in our first snake draft, right? I think so I was. I think I now was. Now you're the caboose, yeah. All right, well, Dusty, have a rip. Oh man, this is hard. So like, I'm trying to think like, all right, who are you guys going to pick first? <laughs> do I pick those guys or do I kind of just go with who I, all right. So anyway, um, all right. I'm going to start with a guy named Ty Tryon. Oh, that was wow. one of mine. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, hey, by uh, the way, I respect the shit out of that pick. People, some people that are listening might not know who that is. Please look them up. I uh, he, he I said right right of, before. Sorry, I was just uh, right before we uh started recording. I was like, I don't know if we're gonna have any crossover, and then bang, you just took one of mine. <laughs> no, I think there's gonna be some crossover here. Yeah, I, I, I think, think it was he, crossover. Uh, he was sort of our generation, or me and Rosie's generation of like, wow, this kid. Like, this is when there were still 25 cards available at Q School, and it was a lot easier to go out to the desert and get your card, right? So he did it. And uh, I think he ended up with the middle name Keep On. Um, so Ty, keep on trying. So anyway, on trying. <laughs> that's phenomenal. That's so good. I've never heard that in my life. That's awesome. I mean, he turned pro at age 16. So yeah. he really broke the mold there. It was kind of, a, you know, you could call it a cautionary tale, right? He made the cut twice as like a high school sophomore, maybe high school junior for the second one. 
signs a, a, I believe reportedly like an $8 million deal with Callaway. You know, he was headed to the moon until, uh, until he wasn't. Yeah. Thanks for all the notes on that, Rosie. I need to <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait to do your job. Way to do yeah, your job. Thanks. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah, I've got all these so, notes so, since he was going to be my pick. <laughs> so one, one try on, try on goes one, one. Wow. He does. Yep. Okay, so so Rosie, what do you got? Second pick. I'm going to go with a guy that you all may or may not have heard of. Does the name Mac O'Grady mean anything? To okay, you? that's such a bullshit <laughs> pick. That's such a bullshit pick. Well, how is that I, a bullshit no, no, pick? No, no, no. no, I I love it. I love it. it's a great pick. It was on my board, but like, he's the father of the golf swing. Yep. Like he's literally the father of the modern day golf swing. So like I don't, I, I, don't I, more, I more think of Mac O'Grady as an instructional guy than I do a player. But do what you can. Tell tell me why he was a player. Well, the one thing I love about Mac O'Grady, first of all, he shot he made up four left handed and right handed in the same day. That's the greatest yeah. thing that he's ever done. Also, he just made up the name Mac O'Grady. That's a completely made up name. He was really? <laughs> he was an absolutely bizarre human being. Uh, he was born Phil McGlenno, and he tried uh, unsuccessfully went to Q school seventeen times. Seventeen times he went to Q school and did not get his card. Somewhere towards the end of that seventeen attempt run. At, uh, at Q school to get his PJ tour card. He decided he needed a new identity and he changed his name to Mac O'Grady. It's so good. And shockingly, you know, you figure a guy who was 0 for 17 at Q school, you figure, okay, he finally makes it, but is this guy any good? Well, he goes on to win twice, including the tournament of champions, has a pretty successful career, finishes top 10 in the U S open and 87. Um, He's just a bizarre human being with a crazy, crazy backstory. But uh, to your point, Tom, about playing righty and lefty, he was he was a very good left-handed player. And he actually, there was a um, funny story where the Chrysler Team Championship was a uh, two-man PJ Tour event. And he signed up to play as himself twice. He said, I'm going to play one ball right-handed and one ball left-handed. How'd he do? <laughs> Unfortunately, he they'd... Unfortunately, they did not. They did not accept his entry. But I just love that he was literally trying to do that. I love. But that. um, yeah, bizarre human being. He, as to your point about the uh, instruction, he he read Homer Kelly's book. The what is it called? The Golf Machine. The Golf. The golf Golfing Machine. machine. Golfing yeah. Machine. Which is what Bryson DeChambeau always credits to his. So he had that sort of quirky, super scientific, super analytic approach to the game. Um, but yeah. That's my guy, Mac O'Grady. Fair enough. I I I love the pick. I'm I'm kind of mad it didn't get his way back to me. I I thought that was like a really solid third rounder. I didn't think it was gonna be a first rounder, but I totally understand where you're coming from. Um, so my first round pick in the third spot is gonna be Jeff Overton. Wow. Okay. And it's he he played 294 professional golf tour events. He made 194 cuts, made 12 million and just shy of $800,000 and he was honestly like one of like the most electric rider cuppers 
him and Bubba Watson, like that alternate shot in best ball, like two days, like, I'm sorry. Like that's some of the most electric golf I've ever seen. That was really good. I remember that. That was so and, fun to go, go at it. Yeah. I mean, like they, like those two guys were so good together because, because Jeff was one of those guys where he just kind of like dinked it and then wedged it really good. And so when they were playing alternate shot, Bubba was just on that day and he was hitting the driver. Awesome. And the, like the, the Bubba buoy when he holds the wedge or whatever it was, or like whatever the hell he said, I think that's an iconic one. And I would be remiss not to have him on my team. Okay. Okay. And I, and I, and I, know I would have taken in the first round, but you know, <laughs> I, I just, I just, you know, it just, I, he was there. I liked it. Okay. And you get well, to go agree. again now, right? You know, no, I'm going to go again. I'm going to go again. And it's just the snake, the snake wraparound draft. And I'm Two between, one. I'm between two here, I'll between two here. And it's, and it's hard, but I don't think that it's, he's going to get back to me, but also he couldn't get, he might not get picked in the entire draft. So I might be fucking myself completely, but I'm going to take Anthony Kim. Oh, come on. He's I not know. I know. I know. I know. But like Ryder cover, presence cover, multiple time wearing on tour, like, has has the whole like debaucherous like oh my wrist sucks i just want to smoke weed and take like 25 million dollars and like peace out like i get it i know whatever but the name of this he's draft like, is he's like forgotten okay but like he wait, players when's no the last time he was on a, Anthony right. Kemp. <laughs> well here here's the thing brother the people are gonna decide so i'm gonna take <laughs> anthony kim and i have no issue about it uh, my other guy will definitely get taken in the next two picks. So I just, I, I'm going to take Anthony Kim. I'm going to feel good about it. Um, if you you're lucky, watch- you're lucky that you're the one that came up with these extremely loose parameters for choosing. <laughs> Correct. By the way, the parameters were, there are no parameters. So, <laughs> okay. Tiger Woods. So, then. <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> within reason. I mean, come on. He hasn't played a PJ tour event in 12 years. I mean, yeah, but we still hear about him constantly. All right, whatever, whatever. whatever. Right. Fuck you. Anthony Kim. go to the next pick. So it's back to me. Back yep. to you. I'm going to go with a guy that I think deserves a lot more credit for the career he had and isn't talked about that much from the 80s, Calvin Pete. Uh, he was a, a, a black PJ Tour player from Detroit. He didn't start playing golf. Y'all are going he was in his deep. I love this. Y'all are going so deep. So listen to this shit. He didn't start playing golf till he was in his 20s. Uh, he grew up poor, and in his uh, like early teens, he had a broken arm that was never properly fixed. It was never properly treated. Okay. Well, that contributed to his sort of, if you ever seen him swing, he kind of, he never really gets the club past. Like he never gets even close to parallel. And he's sort of just like a, a bowed, like up and back kind of swing. And he credits that to the fact that this guy was um, the leader in driving accuracy 10 years in a row in the PJ tour, 1981 through 1990. He was averaging in the mid 80, like he averaged like 85% fairways hit for a season. Um, and, he, and, you know, he won 12 times. And I just think he's kind of a, you know, for, for an inner city black kid to go on to uh, win the players championship and um, finish top five in the, the money list three times and played on a couple of Ryder Cup teams. Pretty awesome. And I just feel like he doesn't really, you know, 
we, we hear a lot about Lee Elder in terms of the, the, the black golfers that paved the way, and, and certainly Lee deserves that. Uh, but I feel like Calvin Peach should should be mentioned probably a little bit more. He was on my board, Rosie. That's a great pick. He, uh, you talk to guys that play, like my coach at Wake Forest played with him and whatever. It's, they everybody swears straightest driver they've ever seen. Um, they just hit yeah. every single fairway all the time. And yeah, that can both you imagine. Um, yeah, due, due can you imagine eighty five hitting eighty five percent of your fairways? It would feel like you never missed the fairway. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I that's mean that's like twelve or thirteen. That's like twelve or thirteen every single time you go out. That's, that's Mo Norman shit. That is Mo Norman shit. You're right, Mo Norman uh, shit. All right, I got two picks here. Mm, you do the wraparound. I love the wraparound. By the way, the wraparound is the best. Um. All right, I definitely am gonna pick this guy, Kenny Perry. I'm going to go with Kenny Perry, one of the Love most Kenny. forgotten players fuck, ever. Fuck you for that, because he was going to be my next pick. Um, the guy won 14 times on the PGA Tour. Wow. Um, and I'm going to give you a list of – I would have I guessed like eight. Yeah. yeah. That's way he's, more than so I thought. He's won more than Sergio, Bubba, Jason Day, Justin Rose, Jordan Spieth, Justin Thomas, Zach Johnson. I mean, the guy won wow. – on the PGA tour. Um, and then he should have won the masters there. He boned oh. his hip on 17 across the green there. He basically oh. had it won if he just gets up and down. Um, so anyway, Kenny Perry, big, also, big right to left. Big, yeah. Big, big right to left. Massive. Yeah, I, lo- left. <laughs> I love, I loved his golf swing. I love any swing on the PGA tour. That's a little unorthodox. Yeah, and he certainly was not a conventional-looking guy when it came to the golf swing. And I always, you know, always loved his little out-to-end move with a little hitch. I mean, I just think it's cool when guys have sort of their own homemade move. And he for sure, Kentucky guy, kind of a redneck. You listen to him, yeah, talk. nice guy. And uh, yeah, Kenny Perry, t- overlooked, forgotten, didn't make much noise in the Champions Tour like some of these other guys have. So, uh, yeah, KP. I got to meet him uh, in college. He played, um, I mean, his son played um, in a college tournament we were at, and he uh, nice. spoke, to, spoke to the guys. Um, oof, this is tough. Who are you guys going to pick here? Um, <laughs> all right, I'm going to go. Uh, I'm going to go Michael Campbell. Mm. That's a great pick. I, I, he was on my board too. I was going to take him in like the fifth round though, but he's a prolific European he's player. A, he's a really 2005 good player. us open winner, uh, held off tiger woods charging at Pinehurst number two. So I have a great story about Let's that. Let's hear it. So I went, so like when we, when we started sticks, we were, uh, we were, we were working for, as well as being sponsored by swing you. And, um, there's a, Oh, God, what's his name? He uh, used to teach Michelle Wee and a bunch of like other like up and coming guys. Uh, uh, Gilchrist, uh, Gary Gilchrist. So Gary Gilchrist yep. told me the story. So he is playing. He is behind. So he is Michael Campbell's coach. Has been for a number of years, and he's playing in the practice round with Michael Campbell. And they're going out there, and he didn't hit a fairway, not one fairway in the practice round at Pinehurst number two, when they played the U S open, didn't hit one fairway. He lost from what, from what my, he said to me, was he lost somewhere between 300 and $400 in the, in the practice round. 
didn't hit a Calvin Pete. Calvin Pete would not be proud. No, would not be. <laughs> would not be proud. But played fucking awful. And there was just something that clicked on the driving range Thursday before he teed it up. He had every fairway, like the first two rounds, played some of his best golf and won the U.S. Open. So awesome pick, like phenomenal pick. And held off Tiger, who was charging. Tiger, in his heyday, (laughs) no less. In his heyday, when he was shooting 35 under par for no reason. Like, that's what we were were hearing about Michael Canley. He was winning all the time over in Europe and on these Asian tours and everything. Like, this guy is the next thing. And then he kind of, he came over and he won the U.S. Open. We're like, well, I guess he is. And then sort of just completely disappeared. Uh, So, yep forgotten i think that fits the more of the definition yeah, tom definitely For sure. definitely fits <laughs> um all right rosie back to you all right i'm going with another campbell and uh connection to that 2009 masters playoff that you mentioned uh the other loser in that playoff angel cabrera of course won uh but chad campbell was also in that playoff um and he just you know, look, he, I had a sort of special affinity for him because we had a, uh, at the time it was the, the Corn Ferry Tour was called the Buy.com Tour. And we had him for two years at Stonehenge, the club I grew up at. And I followed him around his whole back nine on Sunday one year and he, he won the tournament. So that was cool to watch him win, um, you know, at my home course. So I naturally ended up following him for the next several years as he got out on the big tour. But he had a pretty cool cool career he, he started off as sort of a hooters tour legend he won something like 20 hooters tour events in four or five years but for some reason just couldn't make it happen and play well when he needed to to get corn ferry or you know pj tour status so he hung around on the hooters tour uh, for years racked up a bunch of wins finally gets his shot gets that battlefield promotion which is winning three times in one year on the corn ferry tour level Gets out on tour, um, wins a tour championship, wins Bay Hill, gets two other wins, got as high as number nine in the world. Um, and just a great story of a guy who, and, and that uh, got to, you know, the playoff at the Masters. He, he started off that Masters actually with five straight birdies. It's to date still the best start anyone's ever had, the most birdies anyone's ever had out of the gate uh, at Augusta. And um, yeah, just kind of a good old country boy from Texas and quietly had a really, really nice career. Yeah, and you guys kind of look alike, and you kind of swing alike. Now <laughs> you swing. I was gonna no say that you swing it. kind of. It's, Maybe it was from following him around at Stonehenge when I was yeah, like, I guess. Uh, very years left, old. It's very left, and then it's a very like late kind of swing of the club that kind of comes around. It's nice. I like it. That's funny. Good pick. No, I, don't, I don't love I don't love my move right now, but maybe I'll go ahead and pull some. I love your move. Hey, by the way. That's you, attainable. It's attainable. I can get closer to Chad. Do you want? Do you want to make yourself feel really good? Really, I'm gonna make you feel really, really good. The past like three weeks, I have thought about your golf swing every time I hit a wedge because I've been trying to like swing way too far right. So now I just think of you like cutting across <laughs> it and releasing it, and the thing comes out great. So like I've been thinking about that for like two weeks, and it's been awesome. So thank you for being you, Rosie. I appreciate- uh, that's great. I like yeah. to inspire the young generation. I appreciate, I appreciate you just being you. Um, and, we- and Chad Campbell lost the PGA to maybe another forgotten player. Oh, that's right. Yeah, don't uh, don't, yes. don't, don't, don't say the name. name. <laughs> don't say a name. Don't say a name. 
Um, but I did come across that in my research as well. So I have two picks here. Uh, my third and fourth pick are going to be back to back. And with my third pick, I'm going to take Aaron Badley. Mm, one of pick. one of one of the greatest putters probably to ever, ever play. I mean, he was inside the top twenty for like seven years on putting. Um, went to the stack and tilt, kind of was his downfall. He's actually probably the only guy that played that used the stack and tilt golf swing and had a successful career on tour. Um, you know, eight professional career wins, four on the PGA tour, four in Australia, two in Europe. Um, he got up to 16th in the world rankings. So, I mean, just a really, really solid player. Um, a guy that I think that nobody would have batted an eye if he had gotten inside like the top 10 and like really, really started to play for like, years like 2003 through eight was kind of like his, his sweet spot. Um, just a guy that in is in my mind is like a very, very, very solid player. So would be remiss if he wasn't on my team. So I'm going to take him an Aussie. I need an Aussie on my team. I'm going to take Aaron Badley thoughts. Love Good it. Pick. I remember in putting, you just standing over those six footers. I think he would maybe, he won at Riviera or something. He was maybe I think he did win at Riviera, and that day on Sunday it was like anything fifteen feet and in was cash. He just right. he just, it just went in. Well. It, was, it just so. went in. It was awesome. Yep. There was yep. there was there was there was a point in time where I think you could like there was a long time where you could say Luke Donald was the best putter in the world. I think there was a long time where you could have said that Aaron Badley was the best putter in the world. Yeah, I don't. I I think you're right. Yeah. Good um, pick. Thank you. So my second pick, which might be a controversial pick, I'm not really quite sure, but I'm going to take Ben Curtis. Mm. <laughs> he won an open four professional PGA tour wins. I mean, look, he's not like the sexiest PGA tour player ever. No, I, I actually think that's a very valid for forgotten. I mean, a guy that won four times, including a major, including a major, we only really, we only time. really, we only really bring him up as like a joke, like oh, he's like a <laughs> yeah. Like, and and actually, I, yeah, I think it's disrespected to win an <laughs> Open Championship and to win four times on PGA Tour. Granted, it was you know kind of like the, the Tiger BC Trump. Open, and like, yeah, they weren't yeah. great events, whatever. But I think yeah. that he is a valid, valid. I, I don't want to give away picks. It was between this and one other and whatever. But it just I'm going to take Ben Curtis. It might destroy my draft. It might completely kill me, but I was looking at numbers. I was trying to compare like wins versus majors. I'm weighting majors more than wins, and I'm going to take Ben Curtis. I mean, this isn't even about who was the best, though. I don't know why you're going through it's all that. It's not, but in my, in my brain, it is. In my brain, it is. It is that. So On my big board, I had Ben Curtis, Todd Hamilton together. I was going to take them both. Ah. We won the British Open. And then they just fell off the map. So, so Todd Hamilton is also on my board. He was okay. more of like a, a desperate, like fifth round pick if I had nobody left. <laughs> but like, I, yes, I, I completely agree with that. Completely. Um, I got to say just from caddying and, and Ben was still chasing it when I was um, finishing up or when I had just gotten onto the tour caddying, one of the most well-liked guys on tour, just every wow. he, I think he won in San Antonio, like, 10 years after his last win or something. And um, everyone, you just like in the locker room, they're swarming him, giving him huge hugs, like super well-liked guy. Um, so good for him. 
and super good pick better than Anthony Kim. Appreciate that. <laughs> Anthony Kim was a, it was, it was a horny pick. It was a horny okay. pick. Okay. All right. That's fine. The horny All, right. Pick. Hey, all right. Let's go Rosie. Who you got? <laughs> Who do I have? I hope you guys will accept this one. I'm going with boo weekly. Nice. Great pick on my board. Great pick. Phenomenal okay. pick. Yeah. He is, yeah. He's I mean, great. I was trying to decide if he was really forgotten or not, but it, he does feel kind of forgotten. No, he's forgotten. I mean, he's retired from professional golf already. Yeah. Like officially, like yeah. two years yeah. ago, he he like retired. Also, greatest Boo Weekly quote of all time. Um, he wins his last win in Hilton Head, mm-hmm. which was like Actually, that wasn't his last win because I've got what, what, him right. No, no, no. I'm saying like the last time he won in Hilton Head. Oh, okay, yeah, he won back to back. Yeah, oh seven, oh eight. Okay, so in 08, he was quoted, or I, I hope I'm right because I don't want to be wrong, but he said something about like, oh yeah, like I'm about ready to retire. Like I've got enough money to retire now. He gets divorced two years later, comes back on tour, and was like, yeah, I lost half of it. I gotta earn half of it back. Yeah. He said, he, <laughs> so he said he, was, he said all yeah he always said like all i want to do i've heard i heard him say it a couple of times like all i want to do is make enough money so i can hunt fish and just hang out the rest of my yeah. life and so he did uh, that, that was his in only goal. but then he got divorced and i had to give half of it back and then he had to play a couple more years and that was fine but i thankfully think won amazing. thankfully won the uh 2013 crown plaza invitational like at colonial so he got another yeah. dub post post divorce he's um, he's great in the wind he beat two of your guys on your on your board right now <laughs> in, in that 2008 uh, Harbor Town. Tom, uh, Aaron no Battle, and Anthony Kim were T two. Yeah, he, he won. Yeah. So therefore, yes, he had to have beaten somebody. But yes, I remember that. No, I was just saying it's funny that thought, the two guys. Honestly, beat like now that you say team. that, I, now that you say that, like I'm looking back on, I'm like, fuck. I remember like Aaron Battle being kind of close to lead. I think he had to birdie 17 or 18 to win, and he just didn't. So like, kind of stings, but whatever. It's fine. Uh, my favorite, or just like something I found that I thought was hilarious. You guys know where Boo Weekly went to college? The answer is no. You, no, you no, not. no, no. I do not. I don't think he went, went to college. He went to Abraham Baldwin Agricultural <laughs> Agricultural College, and after one year, where he played on the golf team. Wow! After one, one year, year, he returned. After one year, he returned him and was hired as a hydro blaster at a Montesanto chemical plant. Um, and I remember him telling a story once where he lied to his boss, said he was sick, and he went off and won a, a local like mini tour event, won like five grand. And his boss saw it in the paper and like showed it to him the next day. And he's like, I thought you were sick. I thought that was great. <laughs> but yeah, the no. pride of Abraham, the pride of Abraham Baldwin Agricultural College Golf right there. Awesome. <laughs> Pretty good. Um, all right. I have two. Are these my final two here, huh? Final two picks. Final two. You wow. get four. A lot of pressure. Down. A lot of pressure. Um, I hope you don't take mine. I really do. All don't. right. I'm going to go with my first pick. I'm going to go with Chris DeMarco. Mm. He is forgotten. Is he forgot. Yeah. And the he's, reason I'm going with, he's not forgotten. He's forgotten. I don't, I don't know. He's, he's, on, he's on Golf Channel a lot. Is he? Uh, 
He used to be a lot. I don't know. Maybe. Oh, yeah, he was not anymore. On Golf Channel a lot, but it's fine. Okay. No, I'll, I'll I'll respect the pick. It's just well, he he was not on my board due to the fact that I feel like I've heard his name a lot in the last few years in commentating. Okay, I guess in commentating, yes, but in golf, correct. He's I would, off. I would I'd agree with completely you. fallen off the map. Not a senior tour guy. Not someone that's nope. competing anymore at all. And I think he he's not. You can't give him credit for inventing the claw grip, but he made the claw grip a famous, thing. or he made it something. He was like that, the, like, he was like he the was first the, guy we saw winning with a claw. Yes, type he was the grip. first yeah. guy that brought that claw grip into, and that's sort of why I'm picking him. Is just like he's he's he brought it into like, and you look at so many guys now are using that grip to to putt with, and he was the first guy to be like, oh, that looks weird. Oh shit. This feels really good. Why am I not using it more? <laughs> um, so anyway, yeah, Chris DeMarco. And then, all right, for my final pick. But before you get off go, Chris DeMarco, yeah, yeah, I, want to, uh, I want to say one thing, just because people don't remember, but everybody remembers the, the Tiger Woods chip in on 16, blah, blah, blah. Nobody remembers Tiger Woods making bogey on six, 17 and 18 to get into a playoff. I'm just throwing it out there, and I know I it's nothing to do with this draft, but the fact that Chris DeMarco had the fucking balls to be like, you know what? I'm going to intimidate the shit out of Tiger Woods to make him make bogey on 16, or 17, and 18. There's actually no chance he did that, but I'm just saying <laughs> I have a lot of respect for Chris DeMarco to be like, yeah. I think it was the first playoff hole that year. Chris DeMarco hit it short of the green on 18 and hit a chip that so easily could have gone in and won him the golf tournament. Yeah. It yeah. was like, it was like high right lip, right? Yep. High right lip. Yep. It looked yep. so good. Like, Oh, great job. Made it. Yeah. also weren't they like seven or eight clear of third? Like that's just one of those where, yep. you know, he played on any other year. You can say he played good. Race. It was a two man race. You know, he played good. He played good enough to win if it weren't for, you know, tiger freaking woods in his prime. No, exactly. It was it was a it was a sort of a Bob May situation, like same yeah. thing. Hey, don't give away picks. <laughs> hey, don't you dare give away picks. <laughs> don't do that. You're gonna get you're gonna get fined for that. <laughs> you get fined. Uh, um, I'm not gonna um, take Bob May. By the way, I'm not gonna take Bob May. I just it's nah, I'm not I'm not taking Bob May either. But maybe honorable mention Bob May. Honorable okay. mention definitely Bob May. Okay. <laughs> um. Okay. Last pick. Forgotten players on the PGA Tour. I'm going to go with everybody that has gone to the Live Tour. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you're going to do that. I love it. You're, so you're going to make a Mike stance. Drop. You're going to make a stance. That's it. They're I like forgotten. It. They're I love gone. It. They're out of. They're out of my. They're out of my golf memory. They're gone. I. I want. I want to forget them. Hey, that's a. Hey, <laughs> if you want to polarize your voting audience, you just did it. There you go. So, there you go. I. I appreciate your pick. Phenomenal. Go fuck yourself, Rosie. You're next. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna finish it off. The gentleman they used to call the Grip. That was his nickname. Does anybody know who the Grip was? No. It was for the fact that he had the strongest grip of all time. His hand was like under the club. Ed Falling. Fiore stood at five six. <laughs> yeah, 
Ed Fiore stood at 5'6 and weighed 220 pounds as a 43 year as a 43 year old man in 1996. He had not won a PJ Tour event since 1982. He beat Tom Kite in the Bob Hope, and he took down Tiger Woods, a rookie on tour who was leading the event going into Sunday. And as we know, that didn't happen again where Tiger lost a 54-hole lead until 2009 with Y.E. Yang. But Ed Fiore, just a hilarious-looking character. Can't believe he's that good at golf. He won four PGA Tour events. Uh, very obscure player, but pulled off a win here and there. And he said uh, in a recent interview, he, he calls himself the pool boy. He just stands out by his uh, by his by his pool and, and just hangs out at his home in Texas and Lives a very low-key life. He said, at my local club, a lot of the guys will call me Tiger Killer. He said, they, they get the details wrong all the time on what happened, but I don't mind. <laughs> totally fine. I just love, uh, love it. I like it's. I think it's a good pick. I, I do think it's, it was not on my board. I don't think I <laughs> did enough research to get him on my board, um, but it's a great pick. And after hearing you say that, it's a, it's a phenomenal pick. Um, yeah. So like my, my final pick, I have, we, we talked about this earlier. I think Rosie had like seven or eight guys, right? Yeah. I only had once Ty Tryon was off the board, I really needed y'all not to take any of my other guys or else I was going to have to pull something out of my butt. But, uh, yeah. So, and I think, I think thankfully Dusty, I'm in the clear like, now you had like seven or eight, right. As well. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, um, I think I over prepared. Um, and so I had 17 guys ready to rock and now I have a litany of like, I don't know what to do. Yeah. Um, well, you can, you can run, run through some of your favorite, um, honorable mentions after you. Yeah, we will. But, but so this is the thing I want to take somebody and I'm going to take him, but I will be open to you guys vetoing him because if he's not forgotten, I want this to be a, a fair game. I don't want to whatever, but I'm going to take Matt Every. Just if if Bay Hill didn't exist, he wouldn't have a PGA Tour career. <laughs> right, <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> he wouldn't have a PGA Tour career. He wouldn't. Right, you would have no. He was a big break contestant who stunk, and everyone hated on the big break because he was a dickhead. And then he gets on the PGA Tour, wins a couple times at the same place. Then takes a little bit of a hiatus, then wins a couple times at the same place, and then takes another hiatus. So I don't know. I'm gonna take him. He's not my favorite pick. There's a lot of names on my board that I liked more, but it's just like relevancy. I just had to take Matt Every. So that's where I'm at. No, that's a that's a good pick. He he was the the king of 82 WD when I was cat because he was still had status when I was out there catting and yeah. He's not playing well. There's an awesome story about him. I think it's like there's a par three on the back nine of Bay Hill. I don't think I don't think it's late on the back nine. I think it's like 13 or 14, where it's like kind of a like a par three that like kind of goes out over the water, water left. Sunday is like a back left flag. Mm, the two par threes it, on the is the hard one. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so it, it might not be Bay Hill, but but there's a golf course on tour where 
I don't know if he was going to make the cut or he's going to miss cut or whatever it was, but there was a back left flag where it was just like, you've got eight feet to hit it right of the flag. And he had been working on this cut shot with his long irons all week. And he knew he was going to miss the cut. So he just takes dead aim at like a six iron or five iron cut with water left wind off the right. And he hits like six of them in the water. And he goes, I'm not going to leave this tee box until I hit a pure six iron that cuts off the flag and goes into the middle of the green. So he hit like, I think he made like a 14 or like a 16 or something incredibly large. But for ever since I heard that, like, he's just the best. I love that guy. I just think he's a phenomenal character and I just think he's great. He's a character. There's no doubt about that. (laughs) Just once again, needed him on my board, got him on my board. I feel good about my board. I hope people listen to the pod and just, my board's good. So, um, so if we want to run through everybody else or what everybody had today, uh, Rosie, you got your guys ready to rock who you had just run through it real quick. You just want me to list them real quick. Yeah. List them real quick. Yeah. So let's see. I had Mac O'Grady. I had Thomas boo weekly. Great pick. Chad Campbell, Ed Fiore, Calvin P. Not bad. Not bad. I don't think that's a winner, but I think it's. Uh, <laughs> well, what are we judging this on? <laughs> I think it's a second or third place. Oh, come on. <laughs> um, right. I, I, I enjoyed my picks. That's why I picked them. <laughs> my team, uh, Ty Tryon, Kenny Perry, Chris DeMarco, Michael Campbell, and everyone that has joined the Live Tour. It's a, it's a fair pick. It's fair. It's Pretty fair. List. It's it. You're you're a polarizing group. I think that's what I would say. Winner chicken dinner. <laughs> um, my 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 uh, team was Jeff Overton, Anthony Kim, Aaron Badley, Ben Curtis, and Matt Every. And now that I read them out loud, I don't love them. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I don't love my team after I read them all out loud, but I feel good about it. I got to say, Anthony Kim, it's just not sitting well for me as, as <laughs> a forgotten player. But here's it's not sitting well for but, anyone, Rosie. But here's the thing, Rosie. You had your time in place to veto, and you didn't. So you have to live. Yeah. All right. Yeah, no. Um, eat you, so, none of the listeners like that pick. Don't worry about it. <laughs> well, eat me. So I, I have it. Um, you want to do some honorable mentions? Yeah. So I've got you're, one. Yeah, okay, one. Go for it. Yeah. Ted Potter. Ted oh, Potter. yeah. Phenomenal pick. I'm not going to lie. Phenomenal pick. I, I had him on my board. He's on my board. Great pick. <laughs> Great Mini pick. tour legend. He won more money on the Hooters tour than anybody. He, that will be a, a record that will never, ever be broken. One of the best gamblers I have ever seen in my life. Um, won twice on the PGA tour. Uh, one at Pebble, Empire, which I watched. Yeah, awesome. yeah, great. Like I remember playing the Hooters tour. They used to give an Escalade. They would lease an es- a brand new Escalade to the leading money winner from the year before. Well, Ted Potter won the money list like six years in a row, and so <laughs> he drove this brand new Escalade up to these mini tour events while other guys are showing up in their Nissan Altimas with four hundred thousand miles on them, and you're looking at the guy like. Really, that swing and that looking guy is the guy that's beating my ass every week. Um, so shout out Ted Potter, 
mini tour legend. Shout out Ted Potter. The best, best why was he ever. why was he not on your list? You have such passion when you talk about Ted I don't know. Potter. He, he, was, he didn't make he your just, top six. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. He, I don't was he ever remembered, I guess would no, be that's, would be my Okay. Yeah. <laughs> he so, would have been yeah, remembered guess, by guess, the boys that knew. The boys yeah. that knew Ted Potter, they right. knew. Yeah. They you got to be remembered to be forgotten. And I don't know uh, if he was ever remembered. So, gotcha. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Rosie, you got any? Do you want me to go down my list? Um, I'm good. I've got a couple, but um, well, let's just see I, if, I want, if mine come up, if yours come up in my, my list. So, I, I had these were, oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, go yeah. For it. So, I have Hunter Mahan, which I think is a cop out pick. So, I didn't take it. I think it's a cop out pick. Love Hunter Mahan. Love his shank in Arizona. Love his club chip for the Ryder Cup. Love it. All good. Love it. Um, <laughs> Bob May was was another one. It just it was a one and done. He he took Tiger to the very very end of the PGA. I think you if you're a long term golf watcher, you know who Bob May is. You understand who Bob May is. You respect Bob May. Bob May. Um, so this is a sole pick for me. Andreas Gonzalez. Mm. I met him. I met him a couple weeks ago. One of my favorite people I've ever actually met in professional golf. Just a great guy. I have his phone number now. I feel <laughs> I feel we're friends. So Andreas Gonzalez, phenomenal pick. Should have taken. What's he doing now? Is he still playing? No. So from so when I talked to him, he is going to start trying to do um, some on course stuff for NBC. Oh, cool. So we're going to so see. Good at that. He's going to be so awesome at it. That. He's going to be awesome at it. It's going to be yeah. really really solid. Um, he's super pumped. Like he, from what he said to me, he just like kind of doesn't really enjoy the grind of golf anymore, which I get, um, was an unbelievable golfer. He was probably like, if you go back in time and look at like corn Ferry, like web.com nationwide tour stuff. I mean, he's gotta be up there in the top, like money list of that kind of stuff. Cause he just, he made his hay for a few years in the mini tours. He just wasn't quite able to make him a PGA tour, but awesome professional golfer. I just got to say, I caddied with him in the group. We caddied, I caddied with him at Napa and I think he shot eight or nine under on Friday, the second day we were with him and just hit these beautiful fucking five yard cuts all mm. day. Just, yeah. just, just, I mean, right good. on top of the flag stick. I mean, the guy could get hot so fast. Yeah. He's so good. I mean, and so super nice good. guy. Like you said, like just couldn't have, he just treated everybody the same, like funny giving out phone number i mean just he, yeah he's just super nice and, and not only does he give out your phone number but he'll give out your phone number and then he will like respond Text which you. Was yeah. Awesome. Yeah. you know yeah. what i mean which is he's just great guy um bill haas was another mm-hmm. one i don't know if he's forgotten so i didn't want to take him but like he's uh, i think i I'm, yeah i like that i mean he did have a really good stretch there but i guess it was sort of short-lived and I mean, he won the FedEx Cup. Right. Correct. 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 Right. And yeah, beat so. your boy Hunter Mahan. <laughs> uh, <laughs> correct. That was that was when he uh, hit the shot out of the water on 17. Yeah. That, uh, that's, and, that might go down as one of the best shots that's ever been hit on the PGA Tour, I think. I mean, incredible. Yeah, that's a good pick. That's a good yeah. pick. Um, and then I had Tim Clark. Yeah. Tim Clark was a good one. Um, if you don't know Tim Clark, I don't have much on Tim Clark other than he's just the penguin. Um, yeah, uh, great. Similar to Calvin Pete, he uh, his left arm he had some disability in his arms, and he couldn't. Um, I don't know for anybody watching on YouTube, he couldn't. He couldn't go like this. He couldn't open his palms up, 
And so everything mm. was like this. And so like if he would go, to th- I remember this story, if he would go to through the drive through at McDonald's, he'd take his hat off and he'd have to hold it like this to get the change back in the drive through. Shut your fucking mouth. Like this. I wow. No way. Yeah. And there's, there was some about his elbows and stuff like the, the, when he would like impact and everything, he hit it so straight because his arms literally couldn't move like that. So that's, yeah. Good. Story that's that's kind of cool. Good on Tim Clark. Then, then I had Craig perks. <laughs> Like Craig Perks, like that's a that's a shitty pick. I'm sorry, I didn't even mean to say that. That's a <laughs> shitty. Pick. But Craig Perks, and then I had Todd Hamilton, who we talked about, and then I had Sean McLean, McKeel, no, 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 yeah, McKeel, McKeel. Sorry, Sean McKeel. Sean McKeel. <laughs> sorry, sorry, I, I got yeah, I got him mixed up with Jim McLean. I look, yeah, we, I've had a few. So Dustin, Dustin referenced him uh, talking about the. Uh, PJ where Chad Campbell on the so, so the, the those were all of my picks. I uh I don't know. I think I think we had a wide array. Did you have any more, Rose? I, I had a quick story that goes in line with this. So I was caddying for I used to caddy a lot for Bobby Watkins at Kinlock. Those who don't know, Bobby was Lanny's younger brother, but he also played on tour for a long, long time. Crazy note on Bobby Watkins. Six runner-ups on the PJ tour never won. That's 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 a bummer. But uh Bob we did have a good successful career and, and one on, on the champion store. But anyway, so I caddy a lot for Bobby at Kenlock. They said, Hey, Bobby's got a friend coming out today. You want to go with him? I said, yeah, great. This guy, uh, his name's Bill Rogers. I had never heard of him and, uh, come to find out he won the 1981 British open wire to wire won four events that year was PJ tour player of the year, won three more times. And then retired by like 1985. He just didn't like life on the road. He was a he was a good old boy, like from Texas. He loved to hunt and fish, and never never could get used to life on the road. And um, just retired at like in his late 20s. He just gave it up. But he went oh. home with a clear jug. <laughs> so a guy on my list that I didn't even name because I just didn't think anyone would even know who he was, but Bruce Lipsky. Yeah, Lipsky. Yep, same same deal. Yeah, so so like a guy, like a true guy that played like four events or four weeks in a row, and then would take like two months off, and then would come back, and he, and he would play great. Like he would play, you know, top ten, top twenty, and then he would come back and then like do the same thing. He was never he never played enough events to get his card like fully or like have like real status, but he would just play like four or five events a year, play awesome. And then just disappear. Yeah. Yeah. Which, great story. Uh, you got a great quick story. I know we're running late here. Uh, oh, you're good. Uh, you're good. Great quick story about Bruce Litsky. He, some, he, he, he never practiced. That was his thing, yeah. right? He loved to uh, bass fish and, and shoot guns and do whatever and be a redneck. Um, so I think it was Billy Andrade. I don't want to get the story wrong, but I think it was Billy Andrade and said, Bruce, you're, you're fucking with me. Like nobody believes you. Like you come out here, you finish top 10. Every time you show up, like you're you practicing. The banana so, in the back. The, yeah. They the put bag. the banana. So they put the banana in the bag and the, in his travel case, he's like, I don't even unzip my travel case. Like when I go home, I just put it in the garage and then I throw it in the airplane when I come out to my next event. And it was one of those two month stretch uh, where he's going to just take the, all this time off and go bass fishing. And they, uh, I think Andre put a banana in the top of his bag 
And then at the, at the next stop, two months later, they opened it up and sure enough, that banana had rotted all over his clubs and was just, yeah, it was awful. The ribs were shot. Oh yes. <laughs> and Bruce was looked at Andre and said, <laughs> I told you I don't practice when I'm at home. <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's incredible. So yeah. All so. right. Well, um, I'm going to, I'm going to cut this pod off here, yeah. but I'll tell you what, um, if you guys didn't know a lot about old school golf, you're going to learn a lot about it today. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed the pod and Rosie, Dusty, thank you for coming. And guys, I, I enjoyed the shit out of this. So yeah, that was fun. Super fun, it. guys. Thanks. Boys, later. we will see you later on. Uh-huh.